Okay, so The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, which is the next in the ongoing Conjuring series. This is, I think, the third. Um, it says at the beginning, you know, inspired by a true story. Well, okay, so a true story is that sometime in the early 80s, um, a guy was charged with the murder of his landlord and his lawyers attempted to enter a plea of not guilty by reason of demonic possession, okay? And in real life, the judge went, I'm not having that. That is not a thing in the real Fair. world. And exactly. And so they, they actually ended up uh, arguing that it was self-defense. However, when it comes to the movie, what happens is that uh, the Warrens, Ed and Lorraine Warren, who, you know, uh, Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga have played in these Conjuring movies. Um, basically, what happens is they put forward that plea and then they must engage in hand to hand combat with demonic forces while the trial plays out, because basically the outcome of the trial depends on their amazing supernatural showdowns. Here's a clip. He was found covered in the victim's blood. The murder weapon belongs to him, and it's got his fingerprints all over it. Nobody's disputing any of that. Arnie knows that he's going to prison. All we're saying is that there were mitigating circumstances. Mitigating circumstances? Look, I don't think he should get the death sentence either. But I am not going before a grand jury and saying he was possessed by demons. It's never been done. Yes, it has. It's been done twice in England. The Michael Taylor case was just a few right, years ago. Let me rephrase that. It's never been done successfully. Then let us help you. Because Ed and I have proven the existence of the demonic hundreds of times. You've proven it to the church. This is a court of law. The standards of evidence are completely different. The court accepts the existence of God every time a witness swears to tell the truth. I think it's about time they accept the existence of the devil. So, well, okay, so there, there, is, there is a passing relationship to something that happened in the real world in, the, in exactly the same way as Texas Chainsaw Massacre is based on a true story that didn't take place in Texas, didn't involve a chainsaw and wasn't a massacre. Um, there, it is a slight mystery to me that the Conjuring movies continue to do the kind of business that they have. I mean, I think the, the first one earned like 300 million and cost, you know, 20 million. And then it's not just the sequels, it's the ever expanding Conjuring universe. You know, the Annabelle, I've just knocked some bottle over. You know, the Annabelle movies, the, the, the Nun movie. I think there's something like nearly $2 billion in takings. Um, this, the, the Conjuring series was originally called The Warren Files. And, you know, it is it is theoretically based on the files of Ed and Lorraine Warren, who were paranormal investigators who were, you know, at one point investigated the Amityville stuff, all of which I have to say is complete hooey. But the movie actually doesn't care anything about that. It, it's a Conjuring movie. So very early on, there is a kind of reproduction of the exorcism from The Exorcist, which includes a shot which actually completely mirrors Father Merrin pulling up in the house outside Prospect Street, getting out and standing under the light, which is kind of, you know, less of a nod and a wink than a kind of quack, quack, oops. And... Then the rest of it, it's this the standard supernatural battles. Things go bang, things fly around. You know, there are underground stuff going on. There's, you know, there's, there's witches and there's demons and there's chasing around because what's happening in court? Well, they're just, you know, they're just plodding through the, the details of the case. Um, obviously, what you're seeing in a Conjuring movie does not bear any relation to anything in the real world. The question is, does it work as a Conjuring movie? And my answer would be, I actually think that this is the Conjuring movie that I have enjoyed the most, even though it is completely silly and preposterous. And the more silly and preposterous it gets, the less engaging it gets. But for the first, you know, 45 minutes or so, it's kind of fun. And then it just goes absolutely bonkers, but not in a good way. How, uh, how many times would somebody watching this movie say, 
Well, that wouldn't happen. <laughs> well, from about 40 minutes onwards, nothing in it would happen. And actually from about 10 minutes in onwards, nothing in it did happen anyway. But uh, like I said, there is, there is an exorcism sequence at the beginning in which they throw everything in the kitchen sink at the wall. And that's the prelude. And then after that, it just goes, well, you know, quite, quite bang crazy. But, like, you know, it's kind of, it, it's a brainless popcorn movie and it was kind of okay. It's not good, but it's kind of okay.